is Monica. It is July 15th on a Wednesday, and we are back with probably really close to our 10th episode. Is that right, crew? We're about on our 10th. Yeah, or 11th. Yeah, very close to it. We're happy to be here. We are um, still quarantined. A lot of us are still socially distancing, self-isolating. I know that I am. California was just pretty much shut down again yesterday by the governor. I know a lot of schools got notifications that they would not be going back, including Bakersfield City School Districts, Kern High School District. My son at Loyola just got notification that he will be completely online until January at the very earliest. So, you know, we're going through a lot of changes still and just trying to bring some lightness to this week. And um, I really wish you could hear the dialogue before the dialogue and see all the <laughs> <laughs> because do a lot of warming up but we're probably going to do a bloopers reel or behind the scenes shadow self reel oh here she go (laughs) (laughs) pretty soon so anyway today we're keeping it a little bit light we've had um a lot of our podcast focus on some guests some wonderful guests from csu bakersfield who've joined us and given us amazing information and also a glimpse into who they are in a little bit of an unguarded way, which has been a delight for us. We really enjoy getting to know them and we hope they've enjoyed the experience as well. But today we are talking about something that I think would benefit all of us right now, considering that we're all pretty much still working from home. And that is we're talking about hobbies. Now, don't get it wrong. We're not talking about boring hobbies or, I mean, you know, I don't want to call any hobby boring, but we're not talking about hobbies in a light way. Like you need to get a hobby. Like the basics. Right. We're talking about some really cool things that hobbies do for us mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. physically. And we have some cool fun facts for you. And then we're just going to share our hobbies with you, some suggestions. We'll go into tips and picks of the week. And I mean, we have no fire questions this week because we have no guests, but um, hopefully you'll enjoy the journey with us. And I'm going to kick the mic, the virtual mic over to (laughs) Ashley, and she's going to share some (laughs) facts about hobbies with us. And we hope to make Jojo smile because, you know, that's impossible today. So (laughs) anyway, I can see you. Give us some fun facts about hobbies. What are we looking at? Hey, guys. Ashley here. Great to be here. So these fun facts, the first one is research shows that people with hobbies are less likely to suffer from stress, low mood, and depression. Personally, yes, I've experienced that one. The second one is creative behavior, such as a hobby, leads to increase in well-being that lasts until the next day. Next, we have taking up hobbies can prevent or reduce symptoms of depression by one third. And then those who didn't have depression and took up a hobby had 32% lower odds of developing depressive symptoms. And the last one is, is just about hobby. It's the main goal of a hobby is that it gives you the opportunity to express yourself and relax at the same time. Always look for new interests and hobbies because the more your mind works, the more healthy it will stay. This is shocking to me. We were talking about creating a podcast around hobbies as, you know, a time filler and a way maybe to connect with other people, but probably mostly to connect with ourselves. 
and Jordan, who is our amazing producer, did the research on hobbies. She came up with all of these fun facts that are, I mean, statistically based and research based that I had no idea about. Like, did you guys know that the after effects or the positive um, effects of engaging in your hobby last until the next day? That's cool, no. right? No, it is very cool. I didn't know. Thank you, Jojo. I appreciate that. <laughs> I have experienced it. Though. You gotta stop picking on me, Monica. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I, you know what? I, I didn't know that all of those things took place, and, you know, I, I had no idea. I think formally how much an impact on our mental health that our engaging in fun activities. I didn't realize how much of an impact it had on our long-term mental health and our short-term mental health. And I think mm -hmm. that's why we naturally um, began to consider this topic as an actual topic for a podcast. So I'm really excited today to talk about this. Um, anyway, anybody else have any fun facts they want to contribute before we move on? I actually do have a really good one that I was looking at. So um, those with depression uh, who take up hobbies, their symptoms improve 272% um, like their odds of their symptoms improving are that high. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of percentages. Mm -hmm. <laughs> percentages? <laughs> yes, it is a lot of percentages, Daisy, yes. Um, okay, so we also discussed why this would be helpful for our scholars. And we're primarily doing this because a lot of our scholars like us are alone over the summer mm -hmm. and even more so for those who are living in the dorms right now and i just spoke with a few of them yesterday during my office hours and they were mentioning how loneliness is one of the things that they're dealing with and loneliness is for real and people are very brave when they make themselves vulnerable enough to tell somebody else, hey, I'm lonely, because that's a difficult thing to say, right? It's different than, hey, I'm sad, or even than, hey, I'm upset, or to say, hey, I'm lonely, is kind of a cry for companionship, help, company, suggestions. And so when they share that with me, I thought today's podcast was perfect, because hobbies do help combat loneliness, especially if you can engage in a group hobby. And so I thought um, this was perfect timing for this, especially because we have students in housing who really maybe up to this point haven't had the opportunity or the, the privilege of you know, considering what's interesting to me, what might I like to pursue, how do I wanna spend some of my free time. I think those are all really important things for us to be considering over the summer because work is not all we should be doing right now. Right. And I think we can agree that we're spending a lot of time, way too much time in front of screens. And so, exactly. to, yeah, to move away from that right now is very, very important. So we're talking specifically about hobbies today. So would any of my co-hosts like to share what a hobby is? Like, what does a hobby, what does hobby mean? So I did my own little research. And pretty much a hobby is something that you do for pleasure. So it's not something that you would, you would do for school or for work or anything that you get paid to do, something you pretty much have to do. 
this is something that you choose to do. You do it at your own time and your own pace, and it can pretty much be whatever you want. Um, what I didn't think about was how, like, some people might use, like, working out as a hobby. That's considered, like, one of my hobbies. But I, at first, I didn't consider it a hobby because it wasn't something that I thought was, like, fun. But it doesn't – your hobby doesn't have to be necessarily fun. It's just something that you're willing to do and something that motivates you and just keep you active. Okay. Cool. That's my intake on it. Thank you, Jojo. Thank you for the take on it. That's good. <laughs> What's a hobby? What does that mean to you? Or did you learn anything when you started to find to define that word for yourselves? Back to the fact that I shared earlier. It, I think it says it perfectly. The main goal of a hobby is that it gives you the opportunity to express yourself and relax at the same time. So it's something that you're it takes you away from reality. Like you don't have to think about all the things going on in the world and what's going on around you. It like gives you a chance to relax and decompress and just focus on yourself. That's what a hobby means to me. Right. And hobbies to me, like when I think of hobbies, I think of knitting. Like that's what I think, knitting and painting and mm -hmm. things that are very artistic. But like Jojo said, hobbies can be activity-based it can be indoors they can be outdoors it can be something that you're creating like physically creating or maybe just a new habit that you're picking up where yeah. the development is intrinsic and takes place inside of your mind or you know it's for your body or something of that nature so i think really thinking outside of the box rather than telling somebody you need to get a hobby because that sounds <laughs> you need to have a talent in order to do it or you need to already have this interest in order to create a hobby um, or a pastime but oftentimes we're already engaging in them maybe we're just not diving deep enough into our extracurricular activities outside yeah. of work, outside of family outside of maybe even time we spend with other people um so anyway those are some thoughts i had about hobbies but why don't we go around the table and let's discuss what hobbies you guys have in place or maybe what hobbies you hope to put in place. Fill me in. What are you guys doing with your time lately or what do you want to do? So for me, it's a little, um, I don't know, I guess I, I grew up in a family where it was not about like hobbies were not really like something that was encouraged in right. my family. So, and in my family, we were more like, let's get to work. We have to go work. We have to go do this, stay on test, do your homework, go to school. Like, Great so um, hobbies were not something that my parents said, like, let's go do a hobby or whatever. Right. So, um, and in my mind, when I thought about hobbies, I just thought like soccer, baseball, uh, just boring stuff that that doesn't interest me. <laughs> right. So, um, I mean, it's it's been hard. But one thing I do like is I love to cook. And sometimes I don't get the chance to. But um, just baking makes me feel happy, like to know that I bake something and like looking at new recipes or sometimes looking at old recipes and trying to make them healthier. Um, that makes me um, happy and it just helps yeah. me feel good. And, and I like that. So I think that is my hobby. Daisy, I love what you just said, because you said my family didn't really think about recreational things to do right or developing hobbies you because I know your family a little bit come from a very work-oriented family 
um, and a very business oriented family, which is a wonderful thing. And I think that I share that same background because I'm um, first generation here, you know, student anyway, my parents were first and second generation in the state, but first in college. And I come from a family as well that didn't really put a lot of emphasis on how to spend your time outside of work time, chores, taking care of the family, cooking. I was lucky in that my mom spent a lot of time reading with me. So she had me reading by the time I was three years old. Like she taught me how to read phonetically, but I didn't develop a lot of, you know, like, let me go do this just because I'm interested in it. It was always very education centric activities, which was wonderful because I ended up being a pretty good student because of that. So I, like you, didn't have a family that really engaged in that. And I think a lot of our students and maybe a lot of our listeners have that same experience because we work with this specific population who have had a little bit more of a challenging background. And I think sometimes an emphasis on um, recreation, on um, cultural experiences, I think those things really weren't priority, like surviving and working hard and doing those things was a priority in life. So now we're learning, right? We're learning to make recreation and um, cultural experiences and access more of a priority and maybe even more so at this time in our lives because we are all still very distant from one another. So thank you for sharing that. I love that. And I didn't realize until you said that, that I had that same experience in my family as well. Because yeah. everything, like my husband is always like, you're always working. And I'm like, I grew up in a family where we were always working. Not much emphasis was put on resting and how we would spend our recreational time. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. Thank you it's for sharing. Yeah, it's something I've had to learn on my own. Even now my mom just, you know, like she... I don't see her really taking a hobby. I mean, I think it's church stuff, but you know, yeah, I have to learn that on my own and I really want to change that for my son and right. have that like doing work is good, but like go have something healthy for yeah. your mind, for your body to do. And that's going to help you. It's enriching. Yeah. It's enriching in so many ways. I think that's the point we're trying to make today. Thank you. Somebody else want to share your hobbies or interests or what you want to do? Like, yeah. See, it's similar to what you guys do. Like my family, everybody just went to work. Nobody was really creative. As a kid, like we like, we rode bikes together and, you know, went skating in our neighborhoods and stuff. But once we got older, like middle school, high school, everybody was moved away. So right. we didn't really have that outside interactions anymore. So majority of the time I just stayed in the house and, social media like I didn't really get creative until like now now I'm trying to develop a hobby and get into things that I like and like Daisy said I want to develop that for my daughter um because I'm I don't have a hobby I don't have something well I do now but like growing up I didn't have anything to keep me busy or to keep my focus or anything like that so what Last semester at school, I took a photography class. So I took like intro to photography. So it like explained like, um, you know, how the first camera worked and how they actually got the images on the photos and stuff like that. So now I'm looking into buying a camera. So I'm gonna use my daughter as my subject. 
because that's when I'm with majority of the time. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go outside in our backyard and I'm going to develop, you know, different um, images of her and di do different, like dress her up and things like that and use that as my hobby. Also, I did start working out. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, that's becoming a stress reliever for me. Because, like, when I'm not feeling like myself or I'm having some type of mood swing for some reason, working out, whether I'm doing squats or running, those seem to be the most uh, satisfying for me is to run up and down my block or just to do squats because it hurts. Right. So it's, like, taking my focus off of, like, everything that's going on. So it's like a distraction, like you guys mentioned earlier. And then also, um, I've been reading, and I did some research, and normally they would say, like, you know, a hobby is something that's not supposed to be related to education, but there's nothing educational about my reading um, process, because I, I read so much for school. It's all stuff that I really don't want to read, honestly. I don't. I just have to in order to, you know, to get my degree. But now I'm reading all type of different love stories and stuff like that. That's what I'm into, like love and fantasy and yes. romance and all of that yes. stuff. So that that's my my hobby and my getaway. Like that's my safe place is to just get lost in a book. I actually have a book on us on the way today. It should be here today. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. No, I think I appreciate you sharing that with us. And that's a really good point. Like sometimes we're doing things naturally. I think we wouldn't consider hobbies, quote, end quote, right? But there are interests and they're how we're learning to spend our time. And right now, because we're technically not supposed to be out a lot, there's not a lot of places to go. We're really having to explore inwardly what is interesting to us. You know, how are we spending our time? Exactly. Not necessarily the healthiest way to spend time. And I mean, the data shows that, you know, pursuing personal interests and hobbies is positive for us in so many ways. I think this is a conversation worth having. Ashley, tell us about yours. Right now, I think my biggest hobby has been driving and listening to music. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll find myself going on a drive at random times and just putting on the music and blasting it. And I get really embarrassed in my house to sing because my family's here, of course. But when I'm in my car alone, I can sing at the top of my lungs and nobody can hear me. So that's like my escape. And plus you get a view and stuff. But um, my other hobbies, I used to journal a lot. And I think I'd want to get back to that, especially right now. There's like really a lot to talk about because when I would write it down, like, it's just so relieving and stuff to get all that out. So that would be something that I want to pick up again. So driving and journaling. And also, I love to dance. I really, really like to dance. That's something that's never gotten old to me. Yeah. And you're a good yeah. dancer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> at the CSUB events when we would do the Zumba and stuff, I'd be out there. As long as you guys were out there with me, I don't care. <laughs> and then um, ever since I was little, I've always loved to dance, even if I suck at it. Like lately, I've just been, even if I don't look good, I don't care. I'm doing it for me. So <laughs> that's so crazy. You mentioned that it's a girl from my, from my high school. I can't remember her name right now. I probably shouldn't say it either. But anyhow, she does like this, 
African dance. Uh-huh. And just the way that she moves is nothing sexual or anything like that. But just the way that this African dance is done, like you can feel her emotions when she's dancing. And I just like reached out to her not too long ago. I was just like, you have to teach me this. Because it just seems like it's just so like stress relieving. It looks fun. It's getting active. I can lose weight doing it. It just seemed like it's hitting every aspect of my life that I'm trying to pursue right now. And I don't know. So dancing is really good. I think that's yeah. a really good hobby to have because you can lose, you can have fun. It's a uh-huh. physical activity and it's just overall just a good time, especially if you're doing it with someone else. I don't know a whole lot about African dance, so I don't really want to speak on it too much, but I do have to say I really appreciate and have a love for the fact that a lot of African dance, not all of it, is very drum-based. And I think the drums are, um, well, they say that, you know, there's such a thing as drum therapy and that it mimics the heartbeat. It mimics supposedly the pulse, you know, and the heartbeat of the earth. It's very connecting to the earth. It's very grounding. It's a downbeat, which is a huge stress relieving type of music when it's on a downbeat rather than upbeat. Um, There's a lot of music theory that goes on behind that, but I love African dance because there's also a very large extension in the limbs, right? Which exactly another stress reliever and energy creator. I just learned that because I started this new kind of dance workout. And I realized that in the extension of our limbs, that is the release of energy or the gathering of energy, which African dance is a lot, right? You can't see me, but it's these movements, right? It's a lot of- Exactly. It's the emotion and you can feel everything, especially with that beat. I know we can't talk too much about it, but definitely- I would say for like the scholars listening or anybody listening, if even if you can't dance, just just do it one time in your room by yourself. Yeah, I yes. promise you, it will feel so good after you're done because it's just like no matter if you look crazy, especially if you're doing it by yourself, it doesn't <laughs> even matter. But yeah. just just dance and move and then listen to the African music, some classical music, whatever you're into. And you can really, if you listen to like the instrumental parts of it, you can feel the emotion. And some of them is really good for stress and depression and the release of bad energies and things like that. So I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, And that's an important thing, what you just said, Jojo, about the hobbies and, um, like, even if you're not good at it, you're doing it for you. A hobby exactly. is something for you. You don't have to be good at it to do it. I'm not good at a lot of things, and I try a lot of things. <laughs> so, Exactly. Yep. I am, um, when we were talking about this, I was thinking, ma'am, I don't, I don't have any hobbies. I don't know what to talk about. But then when I really started kind of researching what a hobby meant, I realized, oh, there are just things that I focus on more so. And for me, One of my hobbies focuses has always been reading. I mean, I'm a literature instructor, professor. So for me, that that's natural, you know, but I hadn't like you, Jojo, been reading for pleasure for a long time. I read because it's what I do for my career. I read what I have to teach. I read for research. Um, I read for this program a lot more than people would, you know, would even think. Um, 
but I started picking up books that, you know, I really love, like I'm reading the Hobbit right now. And that brings me a lot of joy because for me, I love the Lord of the Rings. I love the Hobbit. And so I kind of get into this world, right. That is so different from my own. So I'm loving reading right now. I've, I've read a lot of books in the last six months, um, more than I have probably in years, which is great. Um, cause that expands my mind and my vocabulary in ways that I maybe had lost for a while. And then I've always been super interested in health and fitness and wellness. And so I've really been cooking a lot more, kind of more as a hobby though, like experimenting with, like Daisy said, more natural and healthy ingredients. So really exchanging some things one for the other. And then I with my husband started building um, fitness equipment. And as a, we started doing it as a hobby but then we started a small business from it and started actually selling some of it because we've had people placing orders and that has become a hobby slash small business. So that's kind of cool. And it's that one's fun to do with somebody else. But my other two really focuses of interest are my own, you know, cooking and reading. That's something I do for myself. So um, I didn't have to reach too far. But I did have to realize there needs to be, for me at least, a line between my work and what I love to do. And that what I love to do has as much importance in my emotional health, in my physical health, as what I have to do in work. And so I'm really trying to make sure that I'm balancing those things out. And I would encourage any of our thousands of listeners to consider to <laughs> that as well, to really you know, make what drives you, make what soothes you, make what motivates you a priority in your life as well. Like make time for those things. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that Jojo and Daisy, you're young moms and you have young babies and children, but even so like engaging and maybe in hobbies with the kids and you Jojo teaching journey as she grows up that that personal time you know, that time that we invest in our emotional, mental, and physical health is as important as any work that we do. And I think that that's one way that we as people and families are evolving and learning that to place an emphasis on um, enjoyment, on recreation, on cultural enrichment, on personal interest learning rather than what we have to learn is really super beneficial for us in ways that you know, Ashley mentioned at the very beginning with our hobby, um, what is it called with our, our hobby fun facts. So yes. yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted for all of us to share in that today. Um, anybody have anything else they want to share about our topic or shall we move on? I also think it's cool that, um, you know, like one day your hobby could become uh, another source of income if you really enjoy it it's yes really yeah. so and that also shows how much you like your hobby you know that it got to that point so well my husband needed a hobby he works very hard and no doubt he does but you know what we had a lot of time on our hands and I think I was driving him bananas because <laughs> I'm, I'm such a high energy active person and I was like we should do something. We should build something. And one day I was like, can you build me a plyo box? And he was like, yeah, I can do that. And then they were so pretty that, um, I was like, 
we should offer these up someplace. They're beautiful. And so it just, you know, it started as personal interest and ended up something that we could provide for other people. But yeah, and it doesn't always have to be that way. Like, you know, I don't get paid to cook. I get paid to read and teach, but I don't get paid to cook. That, that one is just for me and my health. So yeah, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But honestly, that's how people start small businesses. They do what they love. Yeah. You know, they find something they love. They learn to find a way to monetize that in some way. And sometimes people start making money on it, which is super cool. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, Daisy. <laughs> so I think um, also like learning like a new language can be like a hobby for some people because I know like right, like in college you have to take like a foreign language or in high school you have to take a foreign language or some type of you know, um, class like that. And I took um, American Sign Language um, for my, I think I three years and I needed one more year of it, but I stopped using it. So I kind of like forgot. So what um, I'm in the process of working on right now is also uh, like finding my, my old ASL books writing like the words around the house and sticking them on like the items so like a tv and then like the sign of what it'll be so i have to sign it every time i walk up to it or touch it or use it in that way it'll help me restore that memory of learning sign language that way i can teach it to my daughter because i also learned in this process that um like some people they develop like using spanish as their mm -hmm. hobby because you know that's like the biggest language used in Bakersfield or California besides English and it's a lot of people in the world who's deaf and it's a lot of jobs out there if you can sign or translate you know for deaf people like everybody learning Spanish or French or you know a language like that but it's not that many people that's like you know interested in like learning ASL so I'm just like that'll be something cool if I can learn it again and then teach it to my daughter and then this hobby that we do together can turn into a financial uh, a financial barrier for for my daughter to help her you know later on in life awesome awesome okay well, let's transition over to our tips and picks of the week. For those of you who are new to our podcast, um, every week or every time we podcast, we come at the very end with some tip, trick, or pick of the week. We share it with you. None of this is sponsored because we don't have that kind of listenership, but that doesn't mean we won't someday. But right now, we're just bringing things to you that we find interesting, that we love, that we're into, or maybe that we've discovered make life easier. So who wants to go first? Tip, trick, or pick of the week? Uh, I'll go first. And I want to say it might be a tip. Okay. Or pick. I don't know. It's one of those. So what I've been doing is I struggle with my vocabulary. I feel like I'm not at the level that I'm supposed to be. So I have developed this thing, I, did, I downloaded the dictionary app because I don't have an actual dictionary. I should have one. But they also have this word of the day that they do. So I use that word of the day 
I learned that word. I learned how to pronounce that word. I used it in a sentence. <laughs> and then I add to it like every day. And then also I wanted to start from like A all the way down. So I'm starting at the beginning of the dictionary, working my What's way down. What's the word of the day today? Sojourn. 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 Uh -huh. I, can't I can't pronounce it, but it means like to stay, like where you are. So use a form yeah. in a sentence. Come on. <laughs> I'm using it. <laughs> no, you just define it. it for me. How do you use it in a sentence? <laughs> is it a noun? Is it a verb? Come on, use it. It is a noun. Oh okay. my God, you're putting me on the spot right now. That's I just know. like. <laughs> I am. I gotta, I gotta get it. I haven't practiced it yet. Uh, don't, don't look it up in your phone. What are you doing? What are you doing? Do I it? have to. You oh. <laughs> <laughs> a sentence for me. Oh my God. Okay. I'm gonna come up with the sentence off of my head. Look at my phone. It's down. It means to stay. Like sojourn means to stay. So I will sojourn this weekend at a motel six so i would temporarily stay this weekend at a motel six you use it, as a, verb. Use it as a verb but but it's possibly a now but it means to temporarily stay right it's close yes yes next week's podcast will feature jojo using sojourn and <laughs> but i, I will not guys <laughs> love not that it doesn't matter what I really think but I love that you are exploring language and vocabulary I think that's so fantastic yeah I have that's to teach you to journey because I haven't been so good with it myself so I'm like <laughs> I can't I, I can't be a person who you know do as I say do as I do I want to be a do as I do parent Ooh, that's yeah that's a whole podcast do as I do <laughs> yeah that is <laughs> that is gospel that is word that is a lot of things yes jojo yes go on with your sojourn jojo do it <laughs> all right someone else tip trick or pig of the week i have a tip okay so um this tip was actually given to me by my best friend who is now kind of my sister it's it's i've known her forever but it's about perrier water so how are you guys familiar with Perrier water? Yeah. yeah. It's like a sparkling water. I, right now, we're staying at home a lot. And I know takeout is a really big thing. Um, so I've been getting a lot of takeout. And I've been getting bloated because, like, I just eat and then I sit at home and do nothing. So uh, this really helps with bloating. Uh, when you drink the Perrier water and stuff it makes your stomach feel much better. So I've been drinking that a lot whenever I order like takeout or something and my stomach gets upset. So that's my tip for you. If you've been eating out a lot, drink pair of your water. <laughs> it really helps. Thanks, I would've never thought of that. I love yeah, it's Perrier. really good. I love Perrier, it's flavored, but it doesn't have calories and it's naturally flavored. And oh, I Wait, it's Perrier? Yeah, it's okay. <gasps> now I know how to say it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm bad at pronouncing things. Sorry, guys. Correction, Perrier water. I, I could be wrong. I think it's French and it's Perrier. But that's okay, okay. Perrier. But I, I do, I love it too. And I keep it in my fridge because we're on this fancy water kick because of Daisy. And that's a whole other <laughs> thing. 
<laughs> we're in fancy water right now. And yes, <laughs> Perry is very good for you. Daisy, tip, trick, or pick of the week? Um, I um, just recommended this, my tip of the week to Monica and the staff. And it's a show on Netflix called um, Down to Earth by Zac Efron. And it is a really good show. I binge watched it and it has a lot of, um, he goes around different places of the world and tries to find like the way that, the healthiest ways that they live, I guess, and tries to um, keep, I don't know, like keep the most important things to him. Even though in, in the video and some of the, the times he's a little bit <laughs> obnoxious. He's obnoxious. a little obnoxious. Yeah. But I liked the show overall, and it was really good, and I learned a lot of things in a fun way, though, because it wasn't so serious and so, like, documentary-like style like other shows are. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Down to Earth on Netflix, and Zac Efron is one of the, (laughs) what is he, like, the (laughs) character? Zac Efron. One of the hosts, I want to say. The hosts. And he he does a great job. It's a great show. I watched episode one, and now I'm hooked on Fancy Water, and... (laughs) <laughs> oh, was it episode one fancy water or was that two i don't remember i think it's two and once you watch it you you won't want to drink ta- tap water anymore you'll want fancy bottled french water so you know <laughs> your budget but i i have enjoyed it and i i thank daisy okay i have two i have a trick sort of and i have a tip um, I shared it with my group yesterday. I, okay, I know I'm late to the game and I always am, but it's because I'm busy doing other things. But I just discovered my Fitness Pal app and um, it is sponsored by Under Armour and it is such a wonderful way to, and it's a wonderful way to track your fitness goals as well as to track your calories during the day. And um, I love entering, it, it really appeals to the OCD in me because I love entering in everything that I eat. I love to see my calorie content. I love to see my nutritional values. And it really has helped keep me on task. Ashley was mentioning that um, she feels really bloated or sometimes we just eat and we, we stay sedentary. And so it's really helped me be mm-hmm. more aware of like my need to move. So that's been fantastic. And then, you know me, I always have these weird natural remedies for things. I don't know if anybody has ever heard of, um, it's called oil pulling. Have any of you ever heard of oil pulling? No. Yeah. It okay. sounds really familiar. Okay. So it's basically when you um, have a certain kind of oil, I use coconut oil, and you it sounds gross, but you get a couple of tablespoons, you put it in your mouth and you swish it around your mouth for probably three to five minutes, however long you can stand it. And coconut oil is natural. It's not gross. It doesn't really taste like anything. It just feels warm and like oil and you swish it through your mouth and it's antibacterial naturally. So it helps with making sure your gums stay healthy. It helps prevent cavities. It's teeth whitening. It's so good for so many things. And it is really an ancient tradition to clean out your mouth or anything else that needs, you know, some antibacterial help. But anyway, because we're home and, you know, I really, I'm trying to avoid going to the dentist right now, just because California is locked down again and not Mm -hmm. that are, but it's just not a super safe thing right now. 
um, I thought, well, let me just try this. And seriously, not that my gums felt weird before, but I just feel like it cleans my mouth and cleans my teeth. And I recommend it. You can Google it. And I heard about it from somebody and then I was like, what is that? That's gross. But when I, <laughs> when I, I was like, oh shoot, now I know why people have been doing this for like, yeah. you know, generations. Yeah. That's so interesting because I have been talking about how I need to go to the dentist, but I also don't want to go to the dentist. Yep. So I'm going to try that. That's very interesting. Yep. Oil pool and I just got organic coconut oil. And in this heat, even in my pantry, in my kitchen, it, it, um, liquefies so it's not solid and you toss it in your mouth swish it around for as long as you can and then that's it you mean you still brush your teeth you know still floss and do all your stuff but <laughs> i mean but it's another step right it's another layer of dental health and no, it's like you don't have to brush your teeth anymore <laughs> and it's, it's one of those things this, please <laughs> And it's one of those things that like you're not gonna have bad gums if you do it you know like it's not gonna hurt you and if it helps you it's awesome but it's not gonna yeah, like exactly. you have nothing to it is two thumbs up for me for real and um you know let me know i mean maybe next podcast we'll talk about swishing oil around in your mouth for whatever reason <laughs> we'll all try it we'll all give a review and we'll come back next time <laughs> exactly Review the process, throw it, you know, before you're flossing, after you're flossing, whatever. And, you know, healthy gums and teeth are, are the business right now. I'm going to have yes. to try it because before the quarantine, he was going to get his, one of his tooth filled, his no teeth. Uh -huh. um, then they closed and he hasn't. And sometimes his tooth hurts. So I'm going to, and he will like try anything. He's at the point where he'll try anything. Yes. And so I think I can convince him to try it. <laughs> <laughs> then be your test subject. <laughs> Yes, I, I, it works. It's yeah. seriously like people say it really works and you can do it with anything. Um, but I know that coconut oil has antibacterial properties anyway in it. And it's mm -hmm. really good for topically as well as to ingest it. Um, so yeah, try it out. Let me know what you think. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Ahead of time. Thanks, Monica. You're welcome. All right, you guys. So, um, I think that's about it for our podcast today. Thank you for joining us. We would love to hear what hobbies you have either already discovered that you have in place or that you're beginning to experiment with. DM us on CSUB Guardians. Tag us on your hobby pictures. You can email us at mds underscore padilla at csub.edu. Share your hobbies with me and I'll highlight them on one of our podcasts. I would love to hear what y'all are doing. Thank you to my co-hosts for joining me today, for being transparent about their hobby goals and um, their hobbies that they already have in place. And we wish you guys well. We miss you. We can't wait to be in front of your faces and in your spaces again. Um, and you know what? For this time, we'll just do the best we can and continue to bring you information and hopefully some entertainment and some cool tips, tricks, or picks of the week. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Be well. Bye.